Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I am Dori Shafrir. And we are not experts. No, we're not. We are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this is what's called a mini episode, which is where we hear from you. We share your comments and your thoughts and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. And please remember, we're podcast hosts, not experts. Ooh. Eh, eh, eh. What do you think? I'm testing it out. I liked it. Okay. I liked it. Okay. okay. All right. And we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. And we love to hear from you. If you want to reach us, you can leave us a voicemail or send us a text message at 781-591-0390. You can email us or send us or email us a voice memo at forever35podcast at gmail.com. And you can visit our website, forever35podcast.com for links to everything we mentioned on the show. Follow us on Twitter at forever35pod, on Instagram at forever35podcast. You can join the Forever 35 Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash forever35podcast. The password is serums. And once again, just a reminder that you can sign up for our newsletter at forever35podcast.com slash newsletter. I just wrote my recommendation for this upcoming newsletter. I know. And you might have sold me on it. It's so great. I'm going to, it's a product for my phone. I'm going to give a, I'll give a, uh, an update on an upcoming podcast episode, but be sure. And if you, if you are a newsletter subscriber, you learned about this last week. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. just putting that out there. Get into that newsletter. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's short. It's sweet. It's free. It's fun and flirty. Just like Dory. Just like me. That's You're exactly fun and flirty. how people describe me. <laughs> fun I, and flirty. I think you have a fun and flirty side. I do. I do. It's true. It, you do. It, is, it has been, I think, the last year and a half have sort of uh, repressed it, but it's. I think it's still in there somewhere. Isn't it weird? Like our fun and flirties haven't gotten to come out in a while. Like they're in there. I know. 
It's weird. I wonder if I'll remember how to be fun and flirty. I think you will. I think it's just like innate. It's in our bones. Mm. I hope anyway. It's kind of hard to be fun and flirty. Just like right now I'm I'm in a quarantine, you know, like with my yeah. three family members and my dog. I do flirt with my dog a lot. You know, I mean, I'm always kind of Your like dog s- is very flirty. Your dog flirts. Yeah, my dog does flirt. <laughs> so are we <laughs> excuse me, personifying my dog in a weird way? Maybe, but hmm. she's got a, t- a little twinkle in her eye all the time. She really does. Um, Kate, you you just mentioned that you are in quarantine. How's how is that going? Well, gosh, let's see. It's day five. You know, I just feel like my new identity is COVID mom. Like I am now the mom of a COVID kid. And it's Mm. like, you know, like I wasn't before and now I am. Mm -hmm. And like this entire week has just been like, I've just been seeing everything through the lens of like helping my one kid get rid of COVID, keeping the rest of the family from getting COVID. And it's really hard when it's your kid because like, you know, my poor eight, when we first told my daughter that she was positive, she was like, can you still give me hugs? Like it was just so devastating because they're so aware. Yes. Of everything about coronavirus, right? Like there's been no, I mean, obviously my kids haven't gone to school in over a year. Like they're, they're so up on what it means to have COVID and how scary that can be. And, mm. you know, mm. she's expressed concerns about like people kind of treating her like a pariah when she goes back to school because she had COVID. And mm. we've talked about that. And I, I don't think that will happen. She's got a really loving, you know, friend community. But these are real fears that I had not even, you know, I hadn't really I had thought about in like a abstract way. But now that, you know, we're dealing with her health. It's just, it's just different. It's just hard. I, I've been really anxious and I'm feeling a little better and she's doing really well. Look, I will say my daughter has had a very <clears throat> mild case and I hope that continues. I know things can change, but it's been very mild and thank God, because I know that's not the case mm-hmm. for everybody. So, um, you know, it's not like, you know, my kid's sitting in her room playing Roblox for eight hours a day while I like, run in and demand she drink juice boxes and water and bone broth and eat and we take her oxygen and we take her temperature and she's doing okay but um i just feel like right now i'm just in like i'm just in covid sick house mode you know we can't go out into the world i did go pick up some schoolwork at my kid's school and like i had to stand outside (laughs) i had to like wait outside and you know it was like no, you know, people can't get close to me. So we're going to retest today and see where we're all at. And, um, you know, I'm just hoping this will be over soon and that everyone will be okay and that it will be an experience from which I can learn, but also help other people who may end up going through it. Because I do feel like there will be many more, possibly yeah. my family again, you know? So yeah, I hope that if you ever find yourself in this position, you know, hit me up. And if you already have been there, I just want to say like, this is hard. And uh, I wish I had known what you were dealing with. That's all. That's it. COVID mom, Kate Spencer. I know it's so, it's so stressful and overwhelming and like COVID for me, like, knowing that COVID was so, so like sneaky. Like I remember I tweet, I tweeted about Matt being sick and how his symptoms like seemed relatively mild. And like a bunch of people, my responses were like, well, you gotta be really careful around like, like, like they just, they just made me more nervous. And it just felt like there was always something that I had to like be nervous about. Um, and just the mental stress of it was very overwhelming. Yes. I mean, anytime, like we're dealing with an eight-year-old. So she will often come like tromping out of her room without her mask on. And then we, oh, then I have to be like, gaga your mask, which is, you know, mm-hmm. like it's stressful for her to be like, yeah. you know, and, and it is, I'm so glad like I can go in her room and, you know, do bedtime with her and that sort of thing. But it is like kind of, it's so hard kissing your kids through a mask. But like, mm-hmm. again, 
we're at home. You know, there are parents doing this at, at hospitals all over the world. And I just, this fucking sucks. Yeah. And, um, you know, I can't, uh, I, I hope that people will do everything they can in their, their power to put a stop to this. That's me telling you to get vaccinated. I made one listener very angry with me telling them to get vaccinated. So I might anger another person, but you know what? We are a pro-vax podcast. We are pro-COVID vax and... Um, not pro-COVID, but pro-COVID vax. Yep. Definitely not pro-COVID. No. No. Well, in lighter news story, I know I mentioned that I've been pelotoning to kind of like keep my spirits up and get some physical activity while I'm I'm stuck at home. And you are like a full on now peloton team leader. I'm not a team leader, but in the Forever 35 Peloton group, there was talk of power zone, these power zone challenges. And I think I've mentioned power zone training on the pod before um, and how it's something that I've really grown to enjoy and like get a lot out of. And there is an unaffiliated website called pzpack.com, which is mm-hmm. power zone pack. Um, and I, again, I think I've talked about this, but just to set the stage, they do these challenges several times throughout the year that are usually six or eight weeks long. And you ride with a team and you do three or four, your team can choose to do three or four rides per week. And every week they, they let you know what the rides are for that week. And they're all power zone rides. So someone was like, there should be a Forever 35 team. And then another person was like, Hey, I think I'm going to start this. Like, is it okay if I use the Forever 35 name? And I was like, go for it. And then I joined the team. And so the next challenge starts September 27th. You need to sign up at least a couple weeks in advance. So if you're thinking about doing it, head on over to pzpack.com. And when you sign up, you will see a drop down of team names and we will be there. So I think it's going to be really fun. Like we'll be able to ride together. We can give each other high fives. Can you, for people who maybe our Peloton users, whether or not they're on a Peloton bike or another kind of bike, explain what is a power zone and what is the power zone challenge? In t- like, the, what is the riding part of the challenge? And yes, what, yes, yes. what are you finding gratifying about it? So what you do is you take this test called the FTP test. It is a 20 minute long test where you basically are riding as hard as you can for 20 minutes. And when you do that, they take your average output and they sub- I think they subtract 5% and that becomes your FTP, your functional threshold power. And then on your bike, you will get this little bar on the bottom with all of your zones. So it goes from zone one to zone seven, and they're based on the score that you get on this FTP test. So when you do a power zone ride, instead of a regular ride where they'll be like, okay, um, cadence 80 to 100, um, uh, resistance uh, 35 to 45 or whatever, and you you have to go within those parameters, on power zone rides, they say, okay, we're going to be in zone two for two minutes, and then zone three for four minutes. So everyone is riding at a different pace just based on what their power zones are, which I really like because you're not just doing some arbitrary cadence and resistance that the teacher has come up with. You're actually working in aerobic zones that have been determined by this FTP test. So you're always kind of competing, quote unquote, against yourself. Um. And so I just, you know, I do just like really enjoy that aspect of it. They, they really see it as like training versus just versus working out. If that, if that distinction kind of means anything. Yeah. It's kind of like a, you're slowly kind of working toward a a, a physical goal, essentially. Yes, exactly. And here, so just to give you an example, the first time I took the FTP test, first of all, I had no idea what was going on and like, didn't really understand the way it worked. And I got a, my FTP was 79, which is quite low. I then I retook it six months later and my FTP had gone up to 90. 
I then retook it about a month later. My FTP was now 109. I then retook it in July and my FTP is now 124. Wow. So it's really cool. Like you can really see how you are getting stronger on the on the bike. That's really cool. It's nice having concrete information. Yes. About strength. Yes. That is what I really like about it. And yeah, and I just I just like that you ride at your own pace. So it doesn't matter to the rest of the world, like what your FTP is when you're on the ride, because your zone two is not going to be the same as someone else's zone two. But you're all in your own zone twos. Tori, I'm going to borrow a line from you. I love this for you. Oh, thank you, Kate. <clears throat> it Yeah, it is very satisfying, I have to say. that For some reason, it like appeals to, it, it, like, there's something about it that does really appeal to me. Well, I also really love, because I do love fitness and exercising, and but I love goals that aren't related to how I look, because I think we, we've talked yes. about this before. Like so much of, as a younger person, all my exercising was geared towards looking a certain way. Mm -hmm. And now I really like like measuring strength or like noticing that my squat can be lower or yeah. like I, I focus on PRs, like my mile time getting faster and that sort of mm -hmm. thing. And it's it's so nice thinking about it outside of just what it, how it might make you look. And so this sounds like totally. another kind of positive fitness experience. It has been so far, it has been very positive for me. So if this intrigues you at all, Peloton has a program called Build Build Your Power Zones, I think it's called. Um, and it's sort of an introduction to power zone training. And it really walks you through everything you need to know. So if you're if you're power zone curious, I would check that out and then join us for the next challenge. Well. Maybe I'll see you there. Maybe I'll do this. That would be so know. cool, Kate. Okay, I'll join. Done. Really? Oh my gosh. Yeah, why yes. not? I mean, how many, I have to ride three times a week? You have to ride three times a week for eight weeks. Look, it's going to be it's going to be a slog. But okay, all right. I'll at least sign yes. up. I'll at least yeah. sign up. Cool. This is all right, so cool. Well, join us. Join us. Join our Power Zone pack. See you on the bike. All, all right, right. We're going to take a short break and we'll Let's be right do it. back. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, it, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The Super Power Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get or, into okay, it. Do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no. I was just going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh God, like get this off of me. 
No, thank once you. Once you once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the US and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So, This is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with glorious dynamic it can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio it can be learning to cook indian food or designing a space that you love masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors so whether you want to master like negotiation with chris voss or think like a boss with martha stewart or maybe capture your vision through photography with petra collins Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com 
slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. All right. So we're back for a segment we're going to call systems. Not a very original title, but we had a lot of feedback about organizational systems. So we're going to take a little trip into planner world because no matter how many times we talk about planners and systems, we still get more information from listeners. We do. We we really, we really do. It's really, it's really fun. Yeah. So let's play some voicemails from people with ideas and suggestions on how to stay organized. Hi, Kate and Dory. I just had to, for the first time ever, pause the podcast so that I could leave a message. Dory just spoke to my soul, my planning soul, with the online calendar plus physical paper list. I do exactly the same thing. People think it's weird. I don't know why it works for me. It works for me. When she said that, I just in the car said, yes, thank you. Somebody else does it. Works so great. I don't know what it is. Also, I have other planning tips that work for me. The first one is email yourself. I do this all the time. When something comes up, I have an appointment I need to make. I have a book I want to read. Something pops into my brain. I email it to myself so that when I'm at my computer or somewhere else where I can take action on it, I can actually take the action. And if you look at it and you're like, ooh, shoot, I thought I could take action on this. I can't right now. Just hit reply. Send it right back to yourself. Bumps it back up to the top of your email. So I love that, emailing myself to remember things. And the other thing is in Google Calendar, I do a recurring event every day for like those non-planned things that you were talking about that you just want to do every day, but there's not like a specific time. So I'll just have like workout for an hour every day recurring, and you can just move it around. It's really easy on the app to just like, you thought you were going to work out it five, but you have time at three and you're going to do it then, just scooch it up. Or if you need to scooch it down. That way every day it's there to remind you to do it and you just move it around into the spot you need. So I have like meditating, working out, um, and then just like have some quiet time at night to make sure that I do all those three. There's like the three things that I like to do every day So getting that working. So those are my, my hot planning tips. I hope that they work for you as they work for me, but I know everyone has their own special thing, just like we have our own personality types, our own planning types. I hope everyone finds their own. Have a good day. Do you email yourself? My husband employs this tactic. I don't. I don't. I know. I know people who do, and and I just don't. I think it would get lost in my inbox. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I agree. Anthony exists at inbox zero constantly. Like he is, he is, has a real system where he files everything and then he emails himself everything he has to do. And that's how he knows what he has to do. It's not working for me. I, you know, I think my sister's husband does this as well. The email yourself trick? Yeah. It's pretty a bad sure. idea. Pretty sure he does. Do you feel seen by the paper planner Google Calendar? I feel so seen. <laughs> How is your moleskin calendar doing today? Are you still are you still in it? I'm still in it. I got it, baby. I have I only have one only one thing I've checked off today. I still have a bunch more stuff to do. Two of them, two of the things I have to do are like actual errands where I have to where I have to leave the house. Got it, got it. Okay. And then two of them are things that I need to do at my computer that I haven't had a chance to do. Um, but then the rest of the week is blank. <laughs> That's great. And I'm kind of like, wait, what do I have going on? <laughs> I mean, I've talked to you about this before, but I do feel like I'm in that like post book sort of like, wait, what, what am, yeah. what am what I doing? What is happening? What am I doing? <laughs> How did I used to spend my time? Um, like, so I'm, I'm a little bit in that right now. Well, thank you, listener. Yeah. Anyway. All right, we've got uh, we've got another person with suggestions uh, who re- who relies on on the Gretchen Rubin 
way of thinking, four tendencies. Hi, Dory and Kate. This is Carly, and I've called a couple times before, but I had to respond to Dory's discussion about planning and task management. Um, I'm a Gretchen Rubin questioner, and I, I don't remember if Dory is also a questioner, um, but we love systems, so a scheduling system is is right up my alley. So what I do for my job, I have many different kinds of tasks. So I have social media that I have to manage, and then I also have to do, like, the payroll, oper- like, so, like, all that operation stuff, admin stuff. And so I do time blocking, which I first heard about from J- Jordan Harbinger on his podcast. So I set so many hours per week that I need to focus on those kinds of tasks. So social media, like thinking up new content or scheduling posts, and then my admin stuff that I have to do. And then I have separate task lists. So I use Google Tasks, but you could use whatever planner or to-do list app you want. But just when you have it on your calendar, like I, I have to spend an hour today on social media, then you go to that to-do list and work on that. And I could see it really working. Sometimes I do what I call deep work, which requires, you know, real more concentration and, and you know, not checking email and not checking my phone. So I need like three hours a week to focus on those kinds of tasks. And I can imagine that's like writing would be. And so rather than having to just have it come up in a, as, as a, as it's due, you're looking ahead and you're like, okay, now is the time I look at the articles I need to write or research or, and spend the time doing that. So I think that might help. Like it's not about the planner or the to-do list. It's about scheduling your time to actually look at a specific planner or to-do list. And I thought that would be helpful to you or maybe some of the listeners. Anyway, thanks. Interesting. Deep work. Deep work. Now you are a questioner, Dory. I am a questioner. I don't think I am as organized as this as this listener though. I I'm really, like a, I, you know what in like a in those like uh you know chaotic good, chaotic like those mm-hmm. uh, grids. I think I'm a chaotic questioner. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> like if I'm being honest. <laughs> I mean, I, I admire, because both these callers are essentially saying they schedule in time into their calendars and then yes, when it is there, they do it or they move it to when they're going to do it. And I, I'm really, I'm really impressed and curious how they stay like committed to just a ca- like it's just the calendar telling you to do something. You know what I mean? Like I'm a bit like, well, I don't have to do it, even though it That's says it right there. Because you're on the an calendar. obliger, and an obliger need, with a need, rebellious streak. You need outside accountability. That's right. That's right. Whereas we questioners, like we are accountable to ourselves. I mean, so I kind of take this person's point about the like, kind of the way you organize your day and the way you schedule things is based is possibly based partly on uh your your Gretchen Rubin personality type if you buy into Gretchen Rubin's four uh, tendencies. Yeah. Yes, four tendencies. Um which like I kind of do. Yeah, I do too actually. I I I was surprised at how much it resonated. Yeah. But then sometimes I'm like is this just like a horoscope like I see in this what I want to see? But that's because I'm a questioner. Well, I will say I've read the other, the other, just the other personality descriptions and I resonate with none of them. Like, yeah, the, actually, that's a know? really good point. Yeah. I did not resonate with any of them either. So, you know, um, if, if you're like, what are they talking about? Um, this is based on Gretchen Rubin's book, The Four Tendencies, which kind of breaks people's personalities into four different broad categories. And we had her as a guest on the podcast a couple of years ago. So you could go back and listen to our conversation with her. I believe she has the quiz on her website. Mm -hmm. And she's got her own podcast. There's nothing I like more than an online personality quiz. (laughs) I know. To solve all my problems. Yeah. To really tell you who you are, right? (laughs) tell me who I am and what I should be doing with my life. Um, I just have one thing to add to this, which is that, you know, Kate and I are both members of the Jane Club, which is, uh, it was an in-person shared office 
women identifying organization, um, mostly women identifying organization, I should say, but now they've gone all digital. And one of the things that they do is they, they have a, um, they have an event. I think it's a recurring event where someone like walks you through how to plan your week. Kate, you turned me on to this and I did it once and they really have you plan like every half hour of your day. Um, and it was very interesting. I did find like when I was doing that, I had like start getting ready for bed. I had that on my calendar every night. And I did find that like at nine 45, I was like, okay, it's time to get ready for bed. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that was, that was interesting. Um, I think I made the mistake of doing it like in the days leading up to like in the weeks leading up to my book release. So things were constantly getting moved around and like added. And so it was hard to stick to some of the things that I had done. And I don't think that I, I don't think I want to do that long term, but like I see the utility of scheduling in like an hour to catch up on like life stuff. Yeah. You know? I, mean, I, I like that idea. I do too. So giving us a lot to think about listeners. Well, another listener wrote us a quick text and just said, since Kate is titillated by organizing systems, she may enjoy this. Disclaimer, it's my podcast, but every time you two discuss planners, I want to volunteer to do a planner matchmaking session. <laughs> this listener has a podcast. Her name is Sarah called Best Laid Plans, which you can find wherever you listen to podcasts. And it is literally, quote, a podcast all about planning and the planning tools we love. That's exciting. I started listening to the most recent episode. I'm into it. I mean, I had never imagined there would be a podcast about planners, but I love podcasting because there truly is a podcast for everything. It's, <laughs> it's so true. But this is it, like, it's really interesting. It's about uh, habits. There's one called Getting Started with Planning, Back to School. So, recommendation from a listener who hosts a podcast about planning. It's very exciting. Um, okay. And we did get one other text on this topic. Hi, Kate. I don't want to add to your overwhelmed feelings with your journals, but do have a suggestion that you and Dory may like. My therapist actually recommended this journal, and it's the first one that I've consistently written in because I feel like I only need to write a sentence or two a day. I'm a rule follower like you, and it lays out your week in a two-page spread with separate sections for your main goal to do's weekly wins and ways to improve next week. I still use my phone and Outlook for personal work tasks, but this helps me plan my week and jot down daily gratitude, wins, or challenges. There's blank space towards the back that I use to write longer entries if I feel the need. Hope you and Dory find it helpful. And it is called the Clever Fox Planner Pro. Will this be another journal I buy, use two times, and then file it away on the bookshelf behind me? Possibly. Possibly. But so I will say I don't think this I I don't think this planner will work for me. Well, because it's more of a like general life feelings planner as opposed to a like here's a blank page where you schedule everything out. Yeah, but like that's like, and that's not even what my current planner is, but it is more like all of these prompts, I, I see how they could be helpful for some people, but I don't think, I think they would just end up feeling like an obligation and mm -hmm. like, maybe I don't want to do a weekly reflection. And I know you can say, well, you don't have to do any of it, but then it would be like staring me in the face. Well, also, I don't know if you feel this way, but leaving a section unwritten in that you're required to write in, like gives me agita. That might be the OCD in my brain, but I can't leave I a section blank. Yeah, I think it would just sort of like stress me out in the sense of like, I don't know, like they, ha it looks like they have a habit tracker and maybe I just don't want to keep track of so many things. <laughs> this week's main goal, I mean, maybe some of these things would be really useful, but like, mm. it seems, it seems overwhelming to me. I'm getting stressed out just like thinking about uh -oh. <laughs> this planner. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, God. This planner's too much for Dory, we've decided. This planner is just too much. But, but thank you for the recommendation. For somebody, it might be just right. Totally. All right. Whew. Well, I'm sweating. Let's take a break and then we'll <laughs> we'll be back 
couple more uh, tips and tricks. All right, BRB. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad, they're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I know. visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like creppiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. And please support our show and tell them we sent you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we are back. So let's hear a voicemail on a totally different topic. Hi, Kat and Dor. This is Kendra. And I'm so excited to call you. I had to pause the pod because I have a hot tip, I think. First of all, let me set the context. I'm actually cleaning my bathroom. And I like to clean my bathroom in the nude because I realize if I spill anything, it doesn't matter. And then I can just get in the shower. So that's not the reason for my call, but it is a hot tip for our community. Um, let's see. Okay. I'm calling in response to the conversation about um, clothing and how Dory is selling all of her fabulous gently used pieces on Instagram. And then Kate was wondering um, – why do we do this thing of holding on to our clothes even though we don't wear them? I finally figured out a solution to this, and it is that you have to define your style. So for reference, my style is 70s glam. So anything I buy, I have to look at it through that lens of is it 70s glam? And if it is, then I buy it, and I usually, actually most often, end up wearing it. But if I find something that maybe looks amazing and it's super cute and I love it, but it's not 70s glam, it sits in my closet. So, of course, the first step on this is figuring out, like, what is your style? And I, for that, I highly recommend sitting around with a group of girlfriends, maybe with a cocktail in hand or a nice, a nice hot cup of tea or something, and doing a brainstorm and figuring it out. For example, my friend Shay is edgy modern. My friend Laura is feminine neutrals. 
It can be whatever you want. So that's my tip, tips, nude bathroom cleaning and defining your style. And I hope that helps. Also, shout out to Sarah and Emily and Natalie. I hope you guys are listening. Emily, it's really me this time. Okay, bye. (laughs) Emily, it is Kendra. Oh, gosh. It's Kendra. She's naked. They're naked. Kendra, I'm going to assume, I don't want to assume your pronouns. Kendra is naked, as they call in Emily, but Kendra is there. It's Kendra. So this is what Kendra is suggesting is basically what the con- the, the the curated closet has you do. Have you defined your style? No. I when right after- now right now my style is like schlumpy mom. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> schlumpy mom. That is my style right now, schlumpy mom. Like I seriously, I put on clothes and I'm like. <laughs> Wow, this is, I do not look cute. Here like, comes schlumpy mom. Here comes schlumpy mom. And like, of course, there's nothing wrong with schlumpy mom. I just, uh, the pandemic has just like sucked. The pandemic and like working from home mm-hmm. has just like sucked all motivation of like ever looking remotely like I feel cute. I never feel cute. Okay, well, let me ask you this question. Yeah. What would you think is your style if you were looking inside, not like how you're currently dressed and the the status of the world, but like if you were going to define Dory Shafrir's personal style, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what resonates with you? Like, do you think you could come up with a moniker for it? Definitely not 70s glam. No, neither of us are 70s glam. No. Um, I've stumped Dory. Can you come up with anything? Well, no. So I can't. And this is, I mean, and maybe the listener is right that you need to sit around with friends and brainstorm because I was sitting there and I was like, I don't, I don't, I feel like one day my style is like tomboy mom or like kind of like mom mask. And then like another day it's like she grew up near Boston and she still is a little preppy. And then like other days it's like, California Stevie Nicks. I don't have a good, yeah. I don't, I, I feel like this is actually something I've struggled my whole life is I'm like, what is my style? I don't know. What do I like? I don't know. And like whenever I've done stitch fix or one of those things and they ask you to like pick outfits that you like to kind of get a better sense of your style, I always feel like confused and overwhelmed. It's so interesting. I mean, I write about this in my book a little bit just in the sense of like, I felt like when I was like a teenager, I could, I had very, I had very defined styles and I could go from like style to style easily. Like as a teenager, one day you can be grunge and the next day you're like, oh, I'm, I'm preppy now. You know what I mean? And, Mm -hmm. and then as we get older, it just doesn't quite work that way anymore. And yeah, I think, I think I'm just sort of, struggling to have defined a style. I mean, I bought a bunch of new stuff a few months ago and like, I don't love all of it. Some of it I've sold already. Um, Some of it I do love, but some of it I don't. And I don't know. I would love, you know what I would actually truly love is a stylist to tell me what to wear and buy me clothes. Okay, I'll get on that for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I can be uh, that person to you. I know that would be nice. That would be nice. Such a dream. I mean, you kind of did that for me when I wanted to buy some jewelry, which I never ended up buying, but you sent me some really <laughs> beautiful stuff that was my taste. Like a oh, lot that's... of it was my taste. Some of it wasn't, but like a lot of it was. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Look, Kate, I I don't have the answer. That's okay. I, w- I I love this idea, though, of defining your style. I think that's a really cool concept that I need to kind of think. It might help me kind of narrow down like what I keep and what I yes. get rid of. Yes. I mean, I think it, I think any sort of rule or uniform or, you know, any sort of parameters that mm-hmm. you can develop for yourself in terms of fashion, I think are helpful because then you don't end up with stuff that you impulsively are like, this is cute. And then, you know, yes. Like, <laughs> You're yes, like, wait a I second. Do. Yeah. 
when am I going to wear this? Never. Exactly. Uh, Also, I just want to note, I don't clean naked, but I do clean in underwear kind of for the same reason. You get like sweaty and hot, but I need a bra on at all times, especially if I'm like bending down and cleaning a toilet. I need those boobs to be contained. Yeah. I don't think I could clean naked either. Wow. But sounds beautiful. Very freeing. It does. All right. Well, we're going to, excuse me. All right. Well, we're going to end on a quick email from a listener. They write, Hey, could you ladies do another shout out for vote forward? We are getting ready to do another big send for the 2021 Virginia general elections. And there are about 200,000 more voters to adopt. I'm not associated with vote forward, just a letter writer, but I've been writing letters throughout 2021. And it's really helped me remain engaged, even though it's not a presidential election year, it would help if if excuse me, it would help if people could just write five letters, but masks never 35 forever. Listener, thank you for this prompt. My personal activity of the week is to sign back up with Vote Forward and write five letters. I love that. Let's all do it. Okay. We're going to be power zone packing and writing letters for the Virginia general elections. Yep. So even though I'm a schlumpy mom, I can still get shit done. First of all, schlumpy mom is not a bad look. No, it's just, I don't feel like it's my look. Right, right. It's just what you've kind of been stuck in. It's what I feel like I've like defaulted to. I hear you. And now I don't know how to get out of it. All right. I hear you, Dory. Anyway. All right. Well, everybody, thanks so much. We love hearing from you. And we love you. We do. We do. All right. Bye, everyone.